This episode of Breakthrough Success is brought to you by Presentation Design Expert, helping speakers to craft the best visual communication that speaks to the audience. If you are planning so much to get on gigs and create your own events, you might as well go all in on the presentation slides to make them visually captivating. Head over to presentationdesignexpert.com to see how they can help you wow your audience with your slides. One of the big issues surrounding business is that so many people pursue their goals, ambitions, and all that's great, but they do it at the cost of their health. So you do see a lot of really successful people who health-wise aren't really there. So that's why in this episode, we're going to talk about how to reboot your health and uh, some of the ways it's going to impact your business because some people may just care more about their business. So we're going to talk about how all this ties into a more successful business. So that's all the stuff we're going to be talking about in this episode on Breakthrough Success. Our guest who joins us is the CEO of Your Fitness Calling, which is the transformational health and fitness company changing people's lives from the inside out. Our guest is a qualified primal health coach, life coach, and personal trainer specializing in obesity and diabetes management. Our guest who joins us for this episode of Breakthrough Success is none other than Caroline Ashbourne. Caroline, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Mark. Thank you so much for inviting me in. It's just such a pleasure to be here with you. Caroline, it's a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And I do, like health has been something very important to me. It's something very strongly emphasized within the Gaberti family. And I do feel like there are so many people who don't think about it as seriously. So I'm wondering if you can share with us, like how does health impact us from a business standpoint for people who are looking at, you know, ROI and revenue growth and things like that? Yeah, precisely. I mean, that's the thing. It does relate to absolutely everything we do. I mean, health is fundamental. Without your body, without your mind, without your energy, you're not going to be doing anything at all. So not only is it going to impact on your health, your family, but it's also going to impact on your business because you're not going to have that vitality that's going to move you forward and really, really make sure that you're on your best game. You know, you're, you're really getting the best results for your customers. You're really helping everybody because without our health, we're just not on our A game. Yeah, and I do think that A game from a personal standpoint from a professional standpoint you do have to think about it from a health standpoint and you do have a lot of people who they don't know how to approach it or they do know but they're just not doing it what would you say are some of the big action steps like if you're walking through with someone for the first time and you want to get them to a certain level uh, what are some of those first things you're looking at Okay, well, the very first thing that anybody has to do, um, because like we all know that, you know, cut the processed food, do a bit of exercise. We all know those things are going to improve our health, right? But we don't do them for whatever reason. So it's really looking at somebody's reason why. You've got to just not say, oh, why do I want to say lose weight or get healthier? Oh, because I want to be slimmer. Well, that's a reason, but it's not really the reason because there's got to be a, a reason why you want to be slimmer or you want to have more energy. So you've got to keep asking that question. Really, really force yourself to sit with that. And when I say sit with that, 
I mean sit there for 15 minutes or something, which is not like a major part of your life. But if you can sit for 15 minutes, totally focused on that, turning off your phone, turning off everything else, literally sit with that. And if your distractions in the home or in your office are too much, take your walk outside. We're all doing our daily walk outside at the moment. Go outside with it and sit under a tree or do what you need to do. But you must sit, with, sit there until you've asked that question why repeatedly because each answer that comes up you've got to say well why do I want that and then it comes down to something deeper I mean someone might want to say lose weight because they want to fit into better clothes okay why oh okay um I want to fit into better clothes because I want to look good why oh because it make me feel more confident why why do you want that well Ah, then I'll actually go for my dreams. I'll actually go for that career I want, or I'll go for like putting out that YouTube video, or I'll go for like, you know, getting that contract or whatever it is. I mean, that can be the changes that looking at your health and fitness can bring to you. It can just change your life entirely. I mean, you do have this, uh, you know, if you just exercise and you eat right foods, I mean, I think it's just really simple and to the point of what you know you should be doing, but the why gets you more clear. And I love how Caroline's saying, you know, there, you, you think you know what your why is, but you usually have to ask yourself why at least three times to figure out what your true why is. <laughs> Uh, there's like, you know, we, we, uh, our mind sometimes, uh, our subconscious sometimes speaks in code to our conscious. And you do have to dig through with the whys to figure out the true motivation behind what it is that you're doing. And once we do find out this main motivation, how do we keep it front and center? Because this is a really great exercise. You remember for a day or two, but then so many people forget because of all the stuff that happens. 100%, 100%. Once you get that reason why, and bear in mind, you may find in a couple of days that you actually you didn't even go deep enough so you want that in front of you you want that either as your screensaver or you want it on your phone or, or, or both or you want it on like your vision board or your bit of paper that's up on the wall it's got to be looked at every single day because when you've got a strong reason why you will actually do something so like as the great tony robbins says you know is it a should or is it a must it has to be a must all right. So just supposing I were to offer you like a million dollars to lose weight in six months, for instance, I'm not going to, but just supposing I did, you'd do it. Yeah. You'd absolutely do it because you've got a strong enough reason why you want that prize. Well, if you think the prize to finding your reason why and actually doing it for yourself is way more valuable than a million dollars. This is your life we're talking about. This is the impact that your life is having on your business and your family and everything. That is worth way more than a million dollars. Yeah, I agree. And it's really good you put it that way. And we do also hit on, we're going to hit on external internal here because the million dollars in this scenario is an external motivator. So you have something outside of yourself that is motivating you. And I'm sure some people will take that and they will, you know, go after it. Uh, but then you have people who, after they receive that $1 million, it's not like they internally change. Like they have that external motivator. And then when that external motivator is gone, they go back to their bad habits. This is why lottery winners go broke. People who lost a lot of weight 
quickly regain it mm. and you have to have the internal motivation. Like that's why you got to dig deep for your why and really think about what your health is going to do to your business and to people on a, like the people around you. Now I know fitness is part of it. I know uh, your fitness calling is part of what you do. Uh, so I'm wondering because people hear exercise and they just think of like a really sweaty gym class. So I'm wondering like how can people get started with exercise even if they haven't been doing it or just some better ways to build up discipline? Okay. I mean, the best ways to start if you literally haven't been active at all is just start moving. And even to the point of we all know we should take a little break from the screen now and then go and get a glass of water or whatever, you know, literally walk around, move around, do some squats. If you haven't done squats, you can easily do like sitting down on a dining chair or an office chair, something that's not going to whiz off on wheels, but um, sitting and then rising, sitting, rising, do 10 of those, then get back to work. Bringing movement in the day and throughout the day is probably one of the best things you can do. I mean, even if you've got it nailed that you do like a, I don't know, 20 minute run in the morning or something, but then you spend all day sitting at the desk. Mm. You're kind of undoing that good that you've done. You know, you've done this blast of like exercise and then the rest of the 23 hours in the day is completely sedentary. So it's nice to have some movement through the day. You can start bringing in, say, doing some press-ups. Now, again, you might not be strong enough in the shoulders and the arms to do press-ups if you haven't done anything for ages. So why not do them? So you're, you're halfway up the stairs with your hands and your feet are on the floor. You're then at a, a nice good angle. So you're not pushing up all your body weight. You can even do them if you stand like one pace away from the wall and you put your hands on the wall and you, you're, you're pressing up against the wall. Start there and just progress. You've got to get started though. That's the thing. And... I run almost every day. So I definitely love the running example. I do feel like something more practical for people to, um, and I love running. So like go for it if you want to do it. But, but uh, like the exercises in the workplace, I feel like it's a lot more relatable, like getting up and sitting back down on your chair 10 times. Like anyone can do that regardless of where you work. Uh, do you have any of those other types of exercises for people who maybe they uh, work all day? Like, whether it's for someone else or just because of what's going on, like maybe they're doing it at home, but like, what would you say are some of those exercises? Well, ordinarily I would say um, things like going up and down the office stairs and stuff like that. I mean, many of us are working from home at the moment, um, which has brought new challenges in because for so many of us that have said, I haven't got the time to exercise suddenly like um you've got a little bit more time because you're not commuting anymore um and if it's still not happening then again go to those reasons why because it, it may not be time um but up and down the stairs is a good one if you haven't got stairs where you are um again back to the squats back to the press-ups idea um bringing in some good functional movement stuff as well where we're sitting on a desk at, at, on a chair at a desk all the time we're sitting with our body kind of it's like bent over it's not a natural thing to be doing we would be constantly moving around our bodies are designed to do that so what you want to do is try and stretch out the front of the body to compensate for all that leaning forward and sitting down so that's where um things like when you're lying on your back and you bring your knee your, your feet to your butt cheeks basically on the floor and then you raise your hips up 
that kind of movement really really good to counter the whole sitting at the desk all day yeah and it's good that uh, a big theme here is sitting on the desk and some people have the luxury of a stand-up desk i mean for me it's just like after running i'm not i'm not really interested in standing but there are people who do have the luxury of a stand-up desk where uh you are still getting in some exercise you're not sitting i feel like sitting all day is one of those things that really uh it deteriorates people so i'm wondering like how can we because exercising is great and i'm a big advocate for it i do it in my own life but I feel like there are also a lot of people who will say like, you know, like they don't want to lose focus of their work. So for people who they see that they could do some of this exercising stuff, but they're afraid if they get up and down 10 times, which I think is great, but they get up and down 10 times, they're going to lose focus. It's going to be hard for them to regain it and readdress their business. What advice do you have for them? Well, partly, um, if you if you have a little break and you do some exercise, it actually does help refocus you because I don't know about you, but if I'm working on and on with a project, I like to do that. I like to get stuck in and do some really deep work. But there's a point we all reach where we realize that our attention span's gone. We might be gazing out the window. We might be feeling a bit sluggish. That's the time to get up and move. You snap yourself back into getting that brain active again getting a bit of the blood pumping around. And I'm not talking about necessarily doing a, like a hit class or something, but literally start moving and you shake things. But on top of that, um, possibly even more importantly, particularly for people who really just can't face the idea of exercise, it's a good idea to start with looking at what you're eating because we are so nutrient poor with our diets that basically the body hasn't got the nutrients that it needs to function properly. Now, our diets in this day and age, they're very, very high in carbs. And what I mean by that is not just sugars, like literally, you know, sugar in your coffee or your tea, but um, things like pastries, breads, rice, pasta, those kind of things, potatoes. We've got high carb dense meals that are away from our natural way. We would have been hunter gatherers many, many years ago before agriculture we would have eaten more like vegetables and hunted game. So we'd have had protein, we'd have had the vegetable carbs or the leafy greens, they're still carbs, but we would have got a whole range of nutrients in us, which fires you up no end. I mean, if you're nutrient lacking, you're gonna feel sluggish, you're gonna feel tired, and you're not gonna want to exercise. And in some cases, perhaps you shouldn't go out all out there and do a big exercise. Look at what you're eating. Look at how, um, not just what can I cut out to lose weight? Mm. What can I put in? What can I eat more of? That's where it's a good way to look. How can I feed my body what it needs today? How can I get the full range of nutrients that my body needs? And if you focus on that, you'll be filling your plate up with really healthy stuff um, and there won't be so much room for the carbs. And very quickly, your taste buds will change, your energy levels will change. And you know what? You're going to start like finding your tap in your feet or you're getting restless because you want to get up and move. Then you're onto it. That's a game changer. And it's interesting, Caroline mentions, you know, these different ways, like these different foods to have, like, you know, stuff that you know protein, vegetables, like we all know this, it's a matter of 
actually buying those foods and eating them, which uh, you definitely want to be taking that seriously. The extra money you spend on it's well worth it. Uh, but something interesting Carolyn says is uh, you don't want to just think of a diet perspective of what can I cut out, but also what can I put in? Because you have a lot of people who they stop surfing the TV just to now surf YouTube. So like you didn't do anything for yourself. You just replaced one thing with the other. So that's why it's good to have a perspective and the advanced thought of, I know this is bad for me. I need to get rid of it, but what's going to be the alternative? What am I going to replace it with that still tastes good? Like you don't, I feel like when people think diet, they think they have to sacrifice all this good food and just not eat good food for the rest of their life or until they hit their weight loss goal, which the weight comes right back. So yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. It all falls apart then. Basically, if you're constantly feeling deprived and if you're constantly feeling hungry, it's only a matter of time that your body's survival mechanism will kick in. Your brain is going to scream in any way it can to make you eat. And you will, you know, eventually you will look at all those big loser dieters that, you know, they, they lost so, you know, so many pounds and whatever. They looked at them years later and they're back or they're, they're worse. You know, it's not a sustainable way of doing it. You've got to enjoy your food. You've got to also give yourself a bit of slack. You can't be on it hundred percent of the time. So you look at that 80, 20 rule, you know, like you look at with prioritizing your work or the effort you're putting into getting like, you know, 80% of the results from 20% of the work. Think of that with like a, a way of eating as well. You know, for 80% of the time, you're going to be on point. So you can allow yourself to, you know, have the pizza occasionally or have this or have that. Obviously, it doesn't mean 80% of the time I'm going to 80% do the effort. I mean, that ends up in a, in a really bad road. But yeah, you've got to be on point a lot of the time, most of the time but in the right way on point. You've got to have foods you like, foods you enjoy. You've also got to remember that where, if we're thinking maybe we're cutting down on those processed foods and the, the carbs, we've got to replace it with something, yeah? So your protein levels might go up, which is going to increase your muscle mass because protein is what your body physically makes itself out of. So your muscle is going to grow. Um, also, don't be afraid of fat. There was some research that came out, you know, decades ago that made us all really scared of fat. We thought fat was causing heart disease. We mustn't eat saturated fat. Everybody went on to these like low fat foods, all the rest of it that they don't satiate you. They also do you more harm than good because a lot of them are filled with sugars. Also, they're filled with bad fats, what we call bad fats. You've got your trans fats, which are in your fast food. You've got um, all sorts of other fats that cause inflammation in the body. And when you consider that fats are so crucial, every one of your cells, the outside, the membrane of the cell is made up of fats. Okay. So it's really important. The fats you eat are good fats for you. Also, all your hormones in your body. And I'm not just talking like sex hormone. I'm talking the hormones that regulate everything insulin you know growth hormone all the different hormones the ones that make you feel tired at night the ones that make you feel stressed and be able to run away from the you know the saber-toothed tiger or whatever all those hormones are carried around the body and they're made with fats it's so important to eat fat and actually we you know we actually should be eating 
probably better fats and slightly higher proportion of fats than we think we should from all the low fat diet culture that's been around at us for so long. So that's something to really bear in mind. You know, cooking with butter tastes good. And actually, as long as you're not stuffing loads of like pastries with it, it's doing you some good. You know, a nice bit of butter on your vegetables, coconut oil to cook your vegetables up with, olive oil dressings. They're really good for you. Really good. So let's not be scared of fats. Food can taste really good and be good for you. I love that food tastes really going to be good for you. I know, Caroline, you mentioned so many different parts of what make good and healthy food. And I do want to go a little deeper because you mentioned the biggest loser. And I was thinking, uh, you know, like the reason people on the show, like, you know, they come on, they lose the weight. It's because you have the money motivator and you have people uh, around you who are trying to do the same thing, which is really great. And then when the show's over, those people go back to their regular lives. They're not around people who want to, you know, lose weight and stuff and they quickly regain it. So I think part of the reason that The Biggest Loser works uh, during the competition is because of the environment. So I do think I'm wondering if you share with us, like, how do we set ourselves up in an environment uh, that helps us lose weight? rather than an environment that makes us just want to keep on eating stuff that will gain weight or not care about our health. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought that up, Mark. That's a very good point because if things are easy to do, you're more likely to do them. So if you make it that you do a food prep once a week or twice a week, if you, if you can't be doing the whole, whole lot in one go, what I mean by that is Find a day where, you know, you haven't got so much pressure on. You haven't got so much like uh, work commitments. People often choose a Sunday, whatever day it is for you. Okay. Now you might want to spend an hour or an hour and a half, which sounds like a long time, but you might be wanting to say, cook up a few proteins. So if you're eating meat, you might want to like cook up some mince, cook up some bits of chicken, whatever. You can do them at the same time. I, what I do is I do a big tray of like bits of chicken. I, I season it, whatever bung it in the oven while that's in there I can cook up a mince now I can have those ready in the fridge so I've got a tub of mince in the fridge at any one time I've got some chicken in there and then I've got some chopped up veggies for that day and the following day you can't even have it for three days you know Um, any of the protein stuff that you think isn't going to last the week put it in the freezer and if you put it in in individual portions it's oh, so easy to just grab a portion of chicken in the microwave while it's defrosting. You're getting your salad together. Five minutes and you have got a healthy chicken salad with lots of lovely like avocado oil or olive oil dressing on it. Five minutes, right? Now, it would take you longer to cook a ready meal, perhaps. It would take you certainly longer to order a takeaway because you'd have to wait for it. So if you make the healthy eating the easiest thing, it's going to be what you default to because it's easy. The same as if you want to use some dumbbells during the day, then put them near your desk. So you look at them, they're there. (laughs) And it's really easy when you think, right, I've got 20 minutes. I've got a phone call in 20 minutes. What I'll do, I'll have a bit of exercise because that's going to get my brain exercised, fired up. Then when I'm on that call, with the person that I've arranged to speak to, I'm sharp, I'm on it. 
And that's because you glanced down and you saw those dumbbells and you thought, oh yeah. But even better than that, if we schedule it in. So yeah. actually have some scheduling in your day. Don't just leave it to chance, but actually schedule in your day. I mean, we've, we, a lot of us have heard of the, the whole jar method thing where you imagine you've got like a, a, a big jar and your things you want to do that day, visualize them as you've got the rocks, which are the most important big things. You've got the pebbles, which are fairly important, but not as big as the big rocks. And then you've got your sand, which is all the rest of it. So think of your rocks as being making sure that you're fit and healthy, uh, making sure you get that report done or that piece of work done or that call, whatever it is that you absolutely have to do today, making sure that you, you know, caught up with your mother, your spouse, your kids, whatever it is on, on important engagement with them because family connection is so important. So you put those in the jar first because Think about it. If you put all the sand in first and sand is looking on Facebook, watching some TV, just sitting down and chilling out, reading a magazine or whatever you just feel like you might want to do. Those are least important things. They're the, they're the time sucks in your life. They're the things that are stopping you really do the important stuff. Now, if you put all the sand in the jar first, then you try putting the pebbles in, your rocks, they don't fit. So basically what that means is that's like your day. You've got to the end of the day and you go, oh, again, I didn't do it. Right, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'm going to start, right? But if just supposing today you decide those big rocks, they're going in that jar first because I want them done. I must have them done no matter what else. Ah, oh, there's room for other stuff. Let's get the pebbles in. That's the next most important stuff. And then when you pour your sand in, you can jiggle it around and all the sand goes in, but only because you did it in that order. So yeah, I'm not saying never catch up on Facebook, never just chill out for a bit. But if you make sure all your important stuff's done and your health is one of those, make sure all those things are done first. Then the things that are really benefiting your life, really good for your life, but they're not essential, do those after and then factor in the rest of it. And if you do that consistently, oh, again, another game changer, totally. And Caroline gives so many actual insights you could use, like keeping the dumbbells near you, having an hour where you do food prep. Uh, you could also be listening to a podcast. So I appreciate all you guys for listening to uh, Breakthrough Success. And I love seeing all the engagement on Instagram and Twitter and all the other social networks. But uh, the great thing about podcasts is you could like do, listen to podcasting like in the background while doing something else. So uh, it, it doesn't have to be breakthrough success, but the idea is that you can be doing something in the background. Caroline said something really important, not to take it by chance. And when you truly schedule your day, when you truly like you put the dumbbells by your desk, that's a very strong cue that's right in front of your face to do what you have to do. And that type of stuff is going to help you get to the next level, but don't take it by chance. And if you guys have really enjoyed this episode, I think you should follow Caroline and all the work she's doing. So with that in mind, where do we go to keep following your work and journey? Okay. Well, you can come to my website, which is yourfitnesscalling.com. And on there, what you'll see is information, the kinds of things I'm talking about, but something I'd like to offer your listeners. Um, I do offer, coaching with people because if you've 
give these things a go, you know, and if you find in a little while, it's just not all kind of coming together. You just need a little bit of help. What you can do is you can hop on a 30 minute call with me. Now it's a no obligation call. You just come on. Let me know that you've come from this podcast because if you did want to work with me, then I will offer you a 20% off. Okay. So that's going to be a good saving for you if you did want to work with me, but make sure you mention this podcast, which is a fantastic podcast. I must say, I listen to it myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have those links to the show notes. Definitely take advantage of the 20% discount. If you want to work with Caroline mentioned breakthrough success and I uh, love you guys so much for continuing to watch the show. Caroline, thank you for listening to breakthrough success and thank you for coming on as a guest. This was a powerful episode. Thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate the opportunity to, to speak with your fans and followers. And if I can help just one person today, whether they come to my website or not, if I can help one person today, that's made my day.